and welcome to the ArborPod, Detective Denger series. Today's guest is Nora Bryan, in the case of the Fantastic Fans. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arboriculture. A gentle breeze curled through the open window, bringing with it the heavy perfume of lilacs. I smiled lazily as I put the phone back in its cradle. I popped my earbuds back in and closed my eyes to the gentle strains of modern jazz quartet's Willow Weep for Me. I just convinced the board of a new condo complex, whispering willows, to not have their willows topped and shaped into inglorious lollipops. A little structural pruning every couple of years would be cheaper, safer, and infinitely more beautiful in the long run. Tree care is heading in the right direction today, I thought. The door slammed, announcing Kodit's arrival. His shoulders were doing a special kind of dance, and his head was bobbing enthusiastically back and forth. What you listening to, Dendro? He hollered as he removed the large, rad headphones from his bandana-wrapped head. This was new. Just relaxing with some MJQ, I replied, yawning and stretching. Uh, yeah, sure, nodded Kodit, who clearly had no idea. I just got the new M&M, he declared, with satisfaction, plopping himself down. M&M's, huh? I like candy, I nodded, pretending to know what Kodit meant. What's up today, Dendro? Kodit asked, just as the phone jangled insistently. Detective Dendro here, ready to detect your dendrological mysteries, I answered. A sultry southern drawl carried with it a troubled tone. Oh, Detective, I'm so glad you can help. I'm Miss Fanny LeBranch, and my most cherished lilacs, Syringa species, have been afflicted with the most alarming disfiguration. I got the remaining details from the distraught Miss Fanny. Got it? We have some lilac detecting to do, I said. Lilacs? grumbled Kodit with disgust. I knew he wanted to climb something tricky to go with his new dangerous image. It's important to my client, and it's a case for us, which we need. I reminded him, adding, and you're not wearing that. I pointed at Kodit's colorful bandana. We will look like the professional diagnosticians we are. Kodit grabbed his ISA ball cap and followed me out the door. Turning up the curved drive of Miss Fanny's home, I couldn't help but admire the lush plantings and well-maintained mature trees. As we stepped from the vehicle, an elegant lady dressed in pale green chiffon floated toward us, fluttering a fan. I'm Miss Fanny, and I'm so glad to meet you, Detective, and your fine young assistant, too. Miss Fanny graciously gushed. Let us waste no time, if you please. As she offered me her arm. We headed to the back garden along a shaded path. Around the corner and under an ancient and sprawling white oak, Quercus Alba, a slightly plump, pretty young woman with blonde curls was twirling in a tire swing. Krista, come and meet our saviors, called Miss Fanny. This is my niece, Krista. Krista, this is the famous Detective Dendra and his fine assistant, faltered Miss Fanny. Code it, my assistant offered, warming to the idea of being a savior. Pleased to meet you, purred the young woman, batting her china blue eyes at Code it. Krista, please fetch some refreshments for our guests, Miss Fanny said. With Krista on her errand, Miss Fanny led us to a small patch of fragrant lilacs. I just love lilacs, she said. They don't grow in deep south, where I come from, and they are my most favorite shrub. When my late husband, God bless his soul, brought me here as a bride, I fell in love with them. Codet and I examined the patient, which was a collection of well-maintained French hybrid lilacs, Syringa vulgaris, about six feet tall. These sturdy and reliable shrubs seemed very healthy, as they usually are, except for some very odd-looking fan-like growths on the ends of several of the stems. I relaxed. 
this grand garden would be saved after all. Well, Codet, I asked my trusty assistant. What do you see? We've seen this before, Dendro, Codet said with confidence. Remember that patch of lilacs with deformed leaves and twisted stems? Herbicide used on nearby weeds had poisoned the shrubs. Sometimes people forget that trees and shrubs can be harmed by weed killers. Coda proclaimed in a tone that would have made Arbor proud. Oh, no, exclaimed Miss Fanny. I never allow chemicals in my garden, nor do my neighbors. Or maybe some kind of improper pruning damaged the buds, Coda trailed, suspecting that this immaculately maintained garden would have nothing but expert care. Young man, I assure you, my gardener has been trained to the high standards of ornamental pruning. He is sheer genius. Miss Fanny flickered her lacy fan impatiently. Codet looked chastened, but I encouraged him. Damage to buds is not an unreasonable hypothesis, Codet. Continue that thought. We had that unseasonable cold snap last year. Maybe frost damaged the buds, Dendro, he suggested hopefully. Maybe, I said enigmatically. Keep expanding your ideas. I knew Codet was baffled, but he was using good reasoning. I could be a disease... Codet mused. But, Miss Fanny, I, I can assure you that unlike herbicide poisoning, a disease will probably not harm other plant species. Diseases and other pests usually have very specific appetites. Well put, Codet, I beamed. Codet blushed with pride under the approving smile of the lovely Krista, who had returned with a tray of sparkling lemonade. I feel a little better, said Miss Fanny. But I must know if my lilacs will live on to sweeten my remaining springs and she flourished her fan dramatically at her bosom. Codet shuffled at his feet, keenly aware of Krista, who had bent down to pick a colorful and strangely crenellated bloom from a coxcomb, Celosia cristata, in a bed of annuals. It's a new cultivar. This lilac is supposed to look like this, Codet suddenly declared. Krista straightened and examined the odd lilac stems for the first time. It's most fascinating, she declared while twirling the strange bloom in her fingers absentmindedly. You're very close to an answer, Coded, I said. And Krista has almost uttered the answer and holds another key in her hand. A little on me? Giggled Krista. Coded looked perplexed and a little chagrined that he had almost been outguessed. Oh! Coded nodded slowly, a new idea dawning in his eager eyes. I see what it is! Confident that Coded had honed in on the answer, I suggested that he reveal the answer to Krista while I took a stroll with Miss Fanny to explain the same mystery, while enjoying the charm of this southern belle and her glorious garden. I left Codet there, sweaty and nervous, unsure how to begin. I concluded my discussion with Miss Fanny about the odd form of her lilacs. And so, although strange, I hope my explanation has reassured you that your lilacs are in no danger. While unusual, they will continue to be healthy and provide bountiful blooms for years to come. Yes, I'm much relieved. Miss Fanny sighed, fanning her dewy brow. We approached Codet, who was speaking with Krista, as she twirled lazily in the tire swing. She shook out her blonde curls and gave Codet a coy smile. I chuckled. Codet was in full savior mode, trying to disguise his nervousness. 
And remember I was saying how tree and shrub branches typically grow? Not like those strange lilac fans, but how the living tissue, called cambium, is right under the bark? It expands outward every year to increase branch size and create annual rings, and lengthwise to make branches longer so that growth is like an expanding cylinder. Coded went on, blushing and looking anywhere but at Krista as he dug his boots nervously into the dirt. Mm-hmm, Krista said dreamily. Thank you, Detective, for today's most interesting botany lesson, Miss Fanny proclaimed. Knowing that the problem with my lilac is not so terrible is reassuring, even if it is still a bit of a mystery in its details. And maybe I will leave these mysterious branches. They do look rather intriguing now that I know nothing sinister is afoot. I thanked Miss Fanny for her hospitality. In turn, she thanked me again, both her elegant hands wrapped around mine. So, how was your conversation with the lovely Miss Krista? I prodded when we pulled out of the drive. Well, when I saw the coxcomb Krista was holding, I remembered from botany class that this strange form of popular annual flower is caused by a mutation called fasciation. And right then I put two and two together. Kodit put his arms behind his head, looking smug. Now, in the case of the coxcomb, its unusual flower form comes from true seeds, so this mutation is a separate cultivar, but in the case of other plants, such as these lilacs, fasciation arises for a variety of possible reasons, and we don't always know why. The apical meristem tissue at the shoot end, which should elongate, fails to develop in the normal lengthwise dimension. Instead, it grows outward, perpendicular to normal growth. Sometimes adjacent growing points fuse together and make a broad, flat limb instead of a cylindrical one. You've done well with the what, Coded. Now, what about the why? I asked. I reminded him to dig through the scenarios he explored earlier at Miss Fanny's. Coded concentrated for a while. Aha! My weather damage scenario fits. Damage to buds could induce a fasciated growth. And bad pruning could, too. Like internodal cuts or cuts too close to the buds? Of course, not in Miss Fanny's lilac's case, Coded hastily added. Very good, Coded. You were aiming pretty close with your idea about chemicals, too. Growth hormones have been used to induce fasciation experimentally. Some researchers have implicated fertilizer overdose and, in other instances, mineral deficiencies may be to blame. You also grazed the answer with your gall theory. Insects and mites have been implicated in a few cases of fasciation, and I'll add more. Viruses or diseases are other possible biotic causes. Wow, there are a lot of possible reasons, Coded surmised. I guess we may never know the cause of each instance, but at least knowing that fasciation seldom harms a plant makes finding the cause less pressing. Coded unwrapped a sandwich which he had brought along and took a bite. I asked, So, it's not dangerous then? No, fasciations are not necessarily bad, and they aren't poisonous or infectious. Why are you asking? Coded squinted at me. Good thing then, looking at all that crenellated beefsteak tomato sticking out of your sandwich. Wouldn't want you to get sick now that you're becoming such a font of knowledge. I laughed. This tomato is a... Coda looked at it suspiciously for a while before popping the last of it into his mouth. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the ArborPod Detective Dendro series. You can earn CEUs for this podcast. Just use the code DD7761 to complete the quiz. And stay tuned for the next ones. This podcast is provided by the International Society of Arboriculture.